Welcome to The Greg Hung Show, where we podcast about travel, lifestyle, and business. All right. This show is sponsored by Skillshare, where you can learn whole different courses from videography to cooking to yoga. Check the link below in the show notes to sign up for Skillshare. This show is also sponsored by Content Creator Academy, where you can learn to travel, create, and earn. And I'm talking about videography, podcasting, traveling to different countries like Thailand, Malaysia, and Bali. Check it out at phantom3.teachable.com. So welcome everyone to the Greg Kong Show podcast. We've got Yesko, German filmmaker we met in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and we also met up again in Bali. And we partnered on the DJI Osmo course on Udemy. So if you want to film smooth video with your phone on a gimbal, they also have different type of types of gimbal cameras. I'll put a link uh, below or in the show notes. Uh, is that right? Uh, Yesko, we met, we met somewhere we met in Chiang Mai. In Chiang Mai? Yeah, yeah, we met in our favorite cup coffee place, which is like several stories, and where we also filmed in the same place we filmed the Udemy course. Uh, that, uh, that coffee shop. It has, with... a strange, yeah, it has a strange name. You can never remember yeah. the name of the place, but it's great. Yeah, one of the best places in Chiang Mai. Yeah, we called it the Secret Cafe. So, uh, do you want to share with us what you've been up to? I don't. I think I was in Bali, twenty seventeen. I met you in uh, Ubud, right? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, when we met in in Ubud, I was researching for a movie I was shooting. Mm-hmm. It was which was about Buddhist monks, and so I I was yeah. all over Asia looking for Buddhist monks. Yeah, and then. And Bali was kind of a break from that because Bali is yeah it's more a Hindu place. Yeah. So I was, but still I was yeah going after that I think I went to Singapore and then to Hong Kong. So I was just on the lookout for for really interesting Buddhist monks for a documentary from monks worldwide. Yeah. And yeah. And so you shoot that with the yeah and I shot with the gimbal and the DJI. Osmo Mobile. Osmo, the original. Yeah, the original yeah, the original Osmo Mobile, which is still yeah, it worked awesome. Like did all the, I think it even has like one feature it has is even I don't think that they got rid of it and then they still have reintroduced it, which is, which I I don't understand, which is a this adapter to where you can put a, a yeah, it uh, put a mic on it. Yeah. I still don't know now with the latest Osmo how you would where you would attach a mic, an external mic. But with the original one, uh, yeah, that was possible. Yeah, I think they have um, Osmo Mobile Four now, and they've they got so many other uh, camera camera gimbals that do uh, similar things, like people putting walking tour videos around the world and. Yeah, I like the style of the video. I actually sold a lot of stock footage with the that I shot with the Osmo. Should have kept it. So um, yeah, yeah. So I can continue like yeah. telling the story about the movie because 
I was so I was shooting this movie all on my own without any funding and without without it having been commissioned. It was more it was a really big passion project. Yeah. And I did have have the dream it would be it would be in cinemas one day and it would be in cinema quality even though I was shooting only with an iPhone at the beginning. Yeah. And but I was still but I knew even with uh, I used road mics which are consumer mics but I still believe that it it can be good enough also to be a cinema sound quality is even that's possible with the consumer mic. Yeah. And in the end uh, yeah, I, I can talk, talk a bit more later about the whole production process, but it worked out. The movie did get a, a full cinema release in Germany this summer, like right wow. when cinemas were opening again, like they were closed down for the lockdown. Yeah. But in, in the summer, they were open with a lot of restrictions, but they were open. And so I had a nationwide cinema release. Nice. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. With a film that was mostly shot on yeah with a really basic equipment with a with the Osmo Mobile with an iPhone SE first generation iPhone SE so even not one of the one of the really advanced iPhones mm -hmm. and then also later on I was shooting with the Sony 6500 yeah and uh, yeah it, I had a, I had a really good editor to so, yeah, I mean, that's a whole different story how, how the editing went down. Yeah. But in the end, I'm really happy with how the movie worked out. It's like, it's the English title is The Odd Monk. And it's, yeah, it would be also available online next year in internationally. Right now, it's only sold the, the rights for Germany and now negotiating about international. Okay. Right. So, is it a, it's a paid paid movie or is it going to be available for the public to watch one day for free? No, not for free. That's not, I mean, right now, whoever has, is, is on Amazon Germany, it's mm -hmm. a pay per stream on Amazon. And, but I don't know how it will develop. Maybe it will be on a streaming service. But that's okay. not, not sure yet. So it's Amazon Prime or a different Amazon uh, it's, it's distribution Amazon channel? Video, yeah, Amazon Video Direct. It's, so just, just pay per stream. Oh, okay. That's right now. Yeah. Okay. So you are, are monetizing it in the, the German market now? Yeah. And then we'll try also to get it on television, which is, but it's also, it's tough to get documentaries on television if, you, if they have been independently produced. Mm. Well, there's a lot of uh, demand for content these days, and uh, a lot of the like in Canada, we've got Amazon Prime as a another app on our smart TVs. So, um, yeah, it's I think you can. It's easier now to get into the uh, the living rooms. Of people watching at home you just have to make sure that people can find your your content yeah and with with like a, a niche content which like a buddhist documentary that of course uh, it's a bit more difficult but i did make sure to make it a really fun movie to watch like I, it is because buddhist documentary maybe doesn't sound so exciting at first yeah 
but I made sure to to really find an, a very entertaining angle. Yeah, you found a, a Canadian monk, right, in uh, northern in in Laos or Myanmar? In 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 Chiang Mai, really close to Chiang Mai. Oh, okay. And the, yeah, I think I even yes, I you you lent me your tripod, I think. At some point, I just remember that. Yeah. And I, I took, yeah, I, I remember yeah, returning, yeah. Because I went, I went there two times to shoot in Chiang Mai, two times, and I think, the, yeah, and I also, the second time mm. I also met you there. And yeah, he's a Canadian monk who lived there, a French Canadian monk. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I saw the photos on Facebook of the 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 movie release. It looked like a, a lot of, a lot of uh, fun. A lot of people came out to watch. Now you're in uh, you're in Mexico. Yeah. So after after the cinema release in Germany, now everything was finished, and the cinemas have are now closed down again for the lockdown. Oh, jeez. So. So I really needed to get out of there. Yeah. And Mexico is just is basically the, also in, in the digital nomads community. Mexico is now known to be the best place or among the best places to travel to. Yeah. And so I didn't not I didn't go you know for for a specific project, but just to enjoy the winter and the warm, the warm weather part of the world. Yeah. So does uh, Germany have a digital nomad community? Um, I, I heard good things about Berlin and uh, uh, Cologne. Yeah, Berlin is the most international city and, and, and it's a startup city. So I guess for re remote work, it's really not like people who want to work remotely they leave Germany uh, definitely. So it, I mean that, and there are a few Germans wherever yeah wherever you go and especially Bali I know very popular with Germans. Yeah, I met a lot there. And right now here in Playa del Carmen where um, I have yeah I haven't met that many yet, but it's a lot of Americans are coming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've been here only two weeks, so I'm still starting to get to know the community here. Yeah. So how was the? How long is the flight from? Uh, where, where were you flying from? Germany to Frank Frank yeah Frankfurt direct Frankfurt. flight, uh, eleven hour flight to and Cancun. To, yeah, to Cancun. It's important to know that you. It is possible to to buy. A much cheaper flight which transfers in the US. Yeah. But but what actually they will, will not let you board. Like you can buy the ticket, but the US will not let you go there. So and they don't they won't tell you that if you buy the flight. Oh really? But actually you will not you cannot do a transfer flight through the US from at least not from Europe. So that's important to know and be aware of. Okay, and how's it flying uh, these days? Is was it a expen more expensive flight than normal? And you have to wear a mask the whole trip. 
yeah, so the price seems to, I had like a $700 round trip, which I think is a normal price. Oh, that and, seems pretty, not, not too bad. Yeah, and, and it, it, yeah, you have to wear a mask on the whole flight. Yeah. It was quite, quite packed, so the, the plane. Oh. So that, that's a big kind of a controversy if you think about all the things closing down and yeah. all the restrictions, but then in the, when you fly there, there's no distance. Mm-hmm. Like in a minimum distance, and so that's that you can really, yeah, it's not really, it doesn't feel fair. Like the cinemas don't allow people to sit next to each other, but the planes do. So it's kind of strange. Yeah, so you're sitting right next to other people. Yeah, it's a usual, it's, it's usual, like, like the seating work was usual. Yeah, because when, when I flew back from uh, Malaysia to Canada, the, the, we had the whole row to ourselves, but when I fly within Canada, they put everyone next to each other, even though there's a lot of space on the planes. Everyone's wearing masks, but uh, they yeah, put everyone together in the same section. Doesn't make sense. So did you have to quarantine or take a COVID test when you arrived? No, nothing. nothing. Really? That's, that's why it's also not so popular to, to travel here. And, but, but when you, like, when you go to the to reference here, they, yeah. they do use these mobile fever detectors. They use that. Yeah. Whenever you enter, which is okay. really not, not something that's any, any, any bother, like it doesn't bother at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that they still take it seriously. Okay. Yeah, they don't, they don't do any temperature checks in uh, Vancouver. They, they do, sometimes they'll just take your name and phone number and then almost every restaurant has the hand, hand sanitizer and they have the shield screens for the social distancing. And But yeah, not as strict as Malaysia. So... What are you, uh, so you're, what's your plans there? Are you working at a co-work space, just meeting some people? Yeah, I'm right now. I'm in a co-working space and the co-working space community is quite big here. So, so there are three major ones and two of them are already pretty booked out. Yeah. And I'm now in the third one, which is, yeah, which even has a pool and, and there's quite a lot of space, so that's really nice. Okay. And I'm, is it Selena by any chance? I, I heard it is Selena. It is Selena yeah. indeed. Yeah. There's there's someone on my Facebook, a friend. He I met him in Chiang Mai. I think his name is Sergio. He's in Mexico and he's doing these YouTube vlogs. And he, he stays at a lot of Selena co work spaces. And he has a drone and everything and goes surfing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Today it's, it's really only a few people here. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice environment to work in. Yeah. And 
my focus at the moment is not so much on production, but on, on creative writing because I'm also a, a screenwriter and I've, I've developed a few TV show concepts and now I'm yeah, working on them because my, my next big project yeah, is to, to get a TV show produced which so there, but that's in a very early stage now, and like in writing the, the the concept, so I'm doing that these days. Okay, cool. So you're doing nomadic screenwriting. Yeah, and I do try to to take some of the nomad element into the show. So some of that uh, that eternal quest for freedom of the nomad. To uh, yeah. You kind of explore if it also has some dark side <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of like, these youtube videos and there's some documentaries but uh i i what i think would be good is like a, a comedy or a, a drama digital nomad <laughs> drama drama series or comedy you know it's uh yeah. a lot of a lot of uh content ideas there to explore the the lifestyle a lot more especially with a lot of people being able to work remote now like they can imagine it a lot easier now so what are the yeah, costs yeah. what are the costs like in um, Playa del Carmen compared to Chiang Mai Thailand it's it's definitely more expensive uh, I would I would even say it feels a bit like it could be double, even double as much, twice as much. Oh, really? But, but it's, but it's, I mean, it is a coast tourist town, which is really, it was built for tourism from what I perceive. Yeah. So you will, I mean, I'm also not, I don't know how Chamai has developed. It's probably more expensive now also. A little, yeah, a little bit more. But, but I have, I, I live in a complex, like in a luxury kind of yeah, condo complex. Yeah. And the average price there for, yeah, for, for like, a, like a nice apartment there yeah. is, is even around $800. But, but that's a very good location. Yeah. And if, and, but if you have like a one bedroom apartment a bit further out, you will still pay yeah, $600, $700. Okay. Uh, is so it for, for nice, nice, nice as Thailand? They're, I mean, they're very, very nicely equipped. So, but I, I think what you don't have so much in, a, in the good location is like a more moderately furnished but cheaper places. I didn't really see much of that. Yeah. So, so, and then, and then, yeah, restaurants are like they're like I, I eat most of the time in the restaurant. Yeah. And but it's usual like you have the usual meals. You, I mean, you definitely have like you get your seven eight seven seven dollar eight dollar for main dish. Yeah. Which is, and it's yeah that's fine and and, and really nice food. Yeah, I love Mexico food, but it's it's actually a bit expensive in uh, in Canada. So, 
So eating uh, Mexican every day, like three times, three times a day. Well, yeah, I'll try to diversify. There's a real, there's a, even a nice Indian place. Okay. Indian food. So that, that was a surprise. It's not, that's really something you wouldn't expect. Yeah. There, there, there is a nice Indian place even here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, quite a good variety in general. So yeah, I mean, it's it, it definitely I recommend it for people who want to have a relaxed time because you can also you walk everything in walking distance. Yeah. And do you need to rent a motorbike or is it, no. is it pretty walkable? No, just just walk everywhere. Okay. Like in 15 minutes walking, you're anywhere you need to be easily. So you're you're living close to the the beach the beach area. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I mean it's it's quite the, the structure of the city. Is it's not like it's kind of stretched out along the beach. So mm-hmm. you will walk. Generally, will you will always walk down, up up and down, close to the beach. Like you will not walk away from the beach. Mm-hmm. That's how the how it's structured. So you you you're always close to the beach. Okay, and uh, I was I was I was looking at Playa del Carmen. Actually, twenty years ago, I did a vacation in Cancun. It's it's a popular location for Americans and Canadians, but we just stayed at the resort. Um, so how how safe do you do you feel in Playa del Carmen compared to Chiang Mai, which is really safe? You can go out at night and. Leave your laptop. Well, totally, so, yeah. So I feel totally safe, but I'm I'm never really. But past midnight, I'm not not really out. Yeah. I don't I don't know like I don't know how it would be like at three a.m. to walk around. I don't. I, oh, I think any that. any place around that time, that's when the you know bad things happen. So, but it's just so busy with. It's like just lively where around the main street, and so mm-hmm. automatically you feel safe because you, you're not in really anywhere. Else. Yeah, away from a lot from from busy places here. So yeah, I mean these in these cities, like if you are if you stay in the area where the where the other tourists mm-hmm. are, then usually you're fine and. Then you will always hear, okay, if you go further out to some areas further away, then it's more dangerous. But the, the way the city structures, you will never get there. You don't, because you don't need to cross any any neighborhoods in order to get somewhere else. You don't yeah. have the situation here, and so it's as, as opposed to Mexico City, where you would always. To get to one place to the other, we will always get through neighborhoods which are not so safe. Yeah, like there's no way to get around that in Mexico City, for example. But even in Mexico City, I was fine. And oh, you went to Mexico there. City. Yeah, I've lived there for a few months, two times. Yeah, and wow. I, yeah, it's one of the best places I've been to as well. Like. Yeah, I remember you went to uh, Brazil as well, right? You, you really 
really get around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I lived also in Medellin in Colombia for six months. Mm. And then this year, yeah, I, I lived in Sao Paulo. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, like Latin America is my, my favorite place. Yeah, well, enjoy. Uh, what, so what neighborhood do you recommend? Like, what's the Neiman of Playa del Carmen? I, heard, I think there's a street like Fifth Avenue or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all the restaurants are. Uh, so basically, if, if you're kind of close to the stand, basically the middle part of Fifth Avenue, yeah. then, that, that's, then either direction you go, you, you, you can get anywhere you want to. So there... Yeah, and so there are a few condo complexes we have, and these are usually the places where most people stay. And and so also, you will in your own condo complex you will meet the people you know, you like you've met at the co-working space or somewhere else. You yeah. Then will run into them in your own building. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like so kind of like Chiang Mai. Yeah, there are only a few condo buildings. There are just yeah. a few, so. You you, yeah, and with those you you'll be fine. But yeah, then depending also on the season, they might have mm. a bit too yeah, a bit high prices depending. I mean, right now, I guess they they don't have the leverage to, to charge you a lot or yeah. as much as they would usually do. But they still they will still claim on oh, now it's high season. They still claim that, but yeah, the truth is, of course it's. Uh, it's not it's not really as as booked out as it would be oh that's that's surprising because usually like uh just the regular tourists will they like to go in december because the weather is getting really bad bad and cold and wet and uh in vancouver and so yeah it's interesting so how how long do you get to stay in mexico because uh, Canadians are six months, uh, which is pretty generous. Yeah, that's gen That's also for for Europeans. This time, I I did not plan for a long trip, so I yeah. do have a re my return flight is for Christmas to be with my family for Christmas. Okay. In Germany, in Germany, but that's. I also have to see how the situation develops if it's reasonable to actually travel back to Germany in December. Yeah. So, because they have all of the current, I don't know how the current time rules will be. They change a lot. Like, so when I get back, I don't know if, how it will be like. Would if you go back to Germany, do you have to do two week quarantine and? No, at the moment, if you can have a negative test, yeah, it's only a few days. So that's the current regulation, but I don't know how what how they will do it. I don't even know if they will allow a Christmas. <laughs> they could even say we cannot get away with having Christmas celebrations. Could even do this. Who knows? Because right mm -hmm. now they they restrict everything. You can you can only have one friend over, kind of like this. Yeah, 
we, we're on a, another lockdown now, so I can't, I can't even see friends or having anyone over to, to my place. I can pretty much just see my family right now. So it's, and plus it's cold anyways, no one wants to come out. So it's not a, it's feels like another world. Yeah. So what's your day normally like you, you work at the co work space and you go surfing after work and not, have, it's not a surfing, not, it's not a surfing spot. No. So it's more like a, it's a diving spot. I, I, I have never driven. Uh, uh, I don't know even what the word "divin." I have never driven. Oh, like um, the the diving diving holes, yeah. so you can. The on the roofs you can dive. It's really good for diving here. Yeah. But I have not done. That's not something I have ever been interested in. But it might still happen. And okay. And so, uh, I live with my girlfriend here. So we went together from Germany. So we we've been doing a lot of the trips together. Okay. And and she also were, yeah. She also got the covering space. So that so I'm really glad yeah not to be by myself. Oh, that's nice. So you have a digital nomad girlfriend now. Yeah. So that's been my dream. Yeah, to find that. Yeah. Where where did you meet her at the co-work space in Germany? I met her at the Digital Nomad Conference in Bulgaria in July last year. Oh wow! And, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, there's no no uh, digital nomad community here. That's yeah. No, it's good good for you. Um, so, how friendly do you find the other? Digital nomads you met in Playa del Carmen are they um, friendly, open to like hanging out, sharing what they're working on? Yeah, so far I haven't. I've been really busy just exploring the city, so I haven't. So yeah, basically, I have already created an event, which is a board game night. And so I, I started that event and we had already a few board game nights and that, that's already going really well. Okay. And then there's a, there's a, a weekly pub quiz, which is a really cool event. And uh, yeah, so, so that's where I've, I've met some people now. And, but I have not, but regarding like connecting to, yeah, on a business level, they haven't. Yeah, haven't had. I've also not look, haven't been looking for that. I'm more interested into Korea people who are in creative things, especially filmmakers. Yeah, but that doesn't. But that's very difficult here. Oh really? That's not the right. It's not the right city for for that. But I knew that. I mean, that I didn't expect that either. Is there a lot of beautiful scenery to to film there? No. <laughs> no, I mean not. It of course you can always in the surroundings. Of course you can find that, but I haven't. I haven't looked into that yet. But eventually I will, like check out a jungle or something. Yeah, and I think if you go to uh, like you can take some short trips, the Chichen Itza. It's like a popular heritage site and. 
I think the the Gulf of Mexico would be really nice on a drone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I haven't been much into drones lately, but that's because I don't have a like, I don't have a vlog or traveling channel. I don't I have never established that, but more focused on on narrative, like yeah, yeah on short films, and, and so yeah. I haven't been into to drones in a long time. And, uh, but I'm sure that you can find great spots. Yeah. So what are you shooting with mostly these days? Your uh... Sony 6500? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, yeah, I, I love the, the 30, the 30 millimeter uh, Sony lens I have. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and also I have a 16 Sigma, 16 millimeter Sigma lens. Okay, that's a nice wide lens. Yeah, so... Is the 6500 a crop sensor or full frame camera body? It's, it's, it's crop, yeah. Okay. But I think I mean, I've been looking at that 16 nice. mil as well. It's a f1.4? Yeah, yeah. It's considered the best 16. Like it, it, yeah, it's really good. It's a good one. Okay. Yeah, I've been, I, well, I, I use the Panasonic GH5. That's a crop sensor too. I want. I think maybe that lens I could even use on micro four thirds. But yeah. Anyways, cool. Well, is there any um, that you want to share with anyone listening? How they can find you or your films? Yeah, I mean the easiest thing would, of course, to put it in the show notes somewhere. Uh, I do have a, a Facebook page where. And a YouTube channel, yeah, which both can be found by just my my name, a full name, which is yeah, it's but yeah, if, yeah, if you put my name in the show notes, then you, which is a Yesko Pului, which is it's a complicated name, and yeah. then you, you find my, my find my YouTube channel and my Facebook page, and you you find a lot of short films I've done, and the trailer also for the documentary. Okay. Cool. Um, well, before we go, do you want to leave your your top tip for traveling to Mexico during the pandemic? The top tip is you don't need to very bored. Yeah. Well, actually, that's that's what I told you. It's, it's don't go to the U.S. <laughs> uh, just go direct. Yeah, go direct or maybe different country, but don't go to the U.S. That's definitely the most important thing. And the other, other than that, yeah, the, yeah, they don't make it too difficult for you, especially if you go to the tourist part, like, like the like the East Coast. Yeah. If you go into maybe Mexico City, it could it could be, they a bit, like they would they could make you prove that you have accommodation. I heard that they could make it a bit more difficult. But in general, it should be fine. Okay. Great. Well, yeah, thanks for your time, Yesco. And uh, yeah, enjoy Mexico. And for people listening, check out the 
DJI Osmo course on Udemy. There'll be links to that uh, below as well. All right. Well, take care. How is what you? How are your? Like how? Do, where, where? Where at the moment do you see the the biggest financial gain from the from compared to the work you've done? Like, do you see it from 4K drone shots or or your your courses? Or what would you say is like pays off the most financially for you? Uh, the online courses are performing. They're performing well on Skillshare. Um, Udemy is good as well. Uh, my YouTube channel is is uh, grown, grown this year particularly. Uh, stock footage is up and down these days. It's a lot more saturated. Um, yeah, but there's there's a lot of things you can yeah. do these days. Even uh, Amazon affiliate links. I, I actually just created a drone video recently, put a link to, to the Mavic Air 2 and uh, someone, someone bought, bought it. So it's a nice commission because that, that, you know, drones are not cheap, right? That's good. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right, man. We'll keep in, uh, keep in touch. Cool. Then talk to you soon. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy. Okay. Bye. Bye.